STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Happy Together by the Turtles. That should be our theme song. Happy well, you, Together. You need a theme song where your calms you down. You get all cray-cray on me. Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just know that, man. I'm the calm and cool one, and you're really the, the one who goes all re-re. <laughs> yeah, that's what they know. That's what they know. <clears throat> no, that's what that's they your know. microphone today. As you can see, shit. <laughs> not working. Tried working on that stupid USB mic again. Fuck this blue mic. I, I want you to pay me back the money that you made me spend on it. When I said we should have went uh, analog with no. the, uh, with the uh, chroma key mic, whatever it's called. A US, chroma key mic. The big fat thing, the dildo. What's it called? I thought that's, that's what you said this was. The blue no, the uh, the attachments, the analogs, XLR. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, XLR should, and chroma key. That's exactly exactly the same. We should have went that way. Really, with XLR. You weren't paying attention. Nope, blue mic's good enough for us. No, I took. I I think I told oh, you that, but uh, who knows if we're even going to continue on with it after a couple of weeks? All right. So now I got it's going to cost us double or triple to buy whole new mics, mixers, all that shit. Well, if you just took care of your stuff, we'd we'd be fine. But you're an animal. That's what she said. So what's up? B and J together again. J and B. Tiffany. My computer's been in a bag for most of the week, so I, I just turned it on to start this thing. So it's it's been rocking and rolling, trying to catch up with whatever it does after it's been off for a while. Oh, good. So I don't know if that if that does something or you're probably doing updates. I was actually just watching a episode nine of season two of Daredevil before you decided to interrupt me with this podcast record. <clears throat> You got to get caught up. Where are you at? I'm not sure. Not that far, though. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying yeah. this uh, this Punisher slash other character they introduced. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't tuned into it, but this season is awesome. Well, you must, you must, that must be pretty much it for you at nine. How many episodes were there? 13. Well, I don't mind taking it nice and slow because I know it's going to be a while. Before we see more, so I got lots of time. There's going to be other shows, man. We got Preacher, we got Outcast, we got to watch plenty yeah. of other stuff. Game of Thrones season finale. I'm catching up on the. Uh, I'm trying to get that last ship caught up too. I think it was good last season. Not too sure. Just bail on it, dude. No respect. It's got everything going for it. Bail. It's got no. Oh, is it compelling? As you like to say. Got the military stuff, which I like. A uh, little bit of uh, world crisis stuff going on. Mm. Uh, yeah, 
Well, speaking of military, you were at the air show last weekend, right? Oh, I was at another air show this time in Trenton. It was called the Quinty International Air Show. Did you say Kunta Kinte? Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, out uh, in Trenton, out near Belleville. So back a year so you're back on the farm. Yeah, it's pretty close. Pretty back close to uh, Pitton Farm with mm-hmm. uh, pops and uh, your sister. Right. Well, I have I have two sisters. Yeah. Well, the other one's on the farm. Yeah, got to see one of them. That was so good. You went, you went back with the kids. You had the kids all weekend yeah. to yourself. That's good, man. I like to see yeah. you proactive as a father. Yeah, it's weird how someone can look after two kids. You know, oh. it's so weird. When you don't have anything else to do, it's pretty easy. But when you're inundated <laughs> with multiple honeydew chore list items and you know trying to do that yeah. and some other things it's hard it's hard man sports school yeah. work how do people do it feeding them dropping them off at grandparents and daycare school so the air show where you are not was it an all weekend air show yeah well it was the full weekend Saturday and Sunday. I went Sunday. I guess Saturday. Saturday they just got slammed like big time, like over thirty thousand people there. Oh, but uh, Sunday was a bit more laid back, so that was cool. Would it have been um, the exact same air show both days? What's that? I can't hear you. <sighs> Would Sorry, it have been the exact same air show both days. <laughs> This connection is awesome. You sound fine, like editing. Man. What's your fucking computer doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's clicking away doing something. I got nothing going on mine here, man. I don't know what it's doing. I think Good. it's Chrome. I think Chrome uses up too many uh, assets. What do you think? Shut everything down, man. Piz hour down. Okay. I got one window open here. And then that should be it. Still, uh, still thinking about stuff. I don't know why. Thanks for the extra work. No problem. Bizzle. Well, anyway, so the Trenton Air Base, that's one of uh, Canada's big ones. It's a big, giant air base. Uh, so it's, you get to see some cool stuff when they put on an air show. And it's been a while for them. Some, some people are saying it's been like 15 years, but I don't think it's been that long. I'm pretty sure I was at an air show there around eight years ago but i don't know but uh and the uh they had the u.s air force bring in some assets which was cool they had on oh, static cool. display a b-52 uh strata fortress and i don't think i've seen one of those up close but man that thing is huge as you can imagine well i know what it is why don't you tell people what it is well, what do you mean it's a big giant bomber you know, it's it was designed to drop uh, drop the big one. It's big got a bomb. Yeah, it has. I think this one was it four engines on each wing, uh, two to a pylon, or two of maybe they call it a nacelle. And so, yeah, there was eight of them, and it e- it even had hard points for missiles and shit, which I didn't know the B fifty two could take on missiles as well. 
and uh, big long fuselage and huge bomb bomb bay doors thing was just huge and you could walk right up to it and get in the the bomb bay and check it out they also brought in one of their uh one of their air tankers you know for uh mid-flight refueling right american <clears throat> or canadian well there was a canadian one and an american one there the canadian one isn't it, it just looks like a like a military kind of 747 um and it's uh the canadian one it sends out the the uh like the fuel hoses I, I don't know what you would call it but instead of it going out the back on the canadian one they go out the tips of the wings so they can fuel two fighters at once from each wing tip whereas the american one you've probably seen it has that huge boom in the back yeah where there's like a boom operator kind of steering it and uh, the fighter jet will latch on from behind. So that's the differences there. And then just the what tip. else? We had our uh, uh, AWAC plane out. You know, the big, uh, looks like a passenger jet with a big giant <clears throat> yeah, disc the on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I know all about that stuff, man. Yeah, lots, lots of different stuff out uh <clears throat> I think those were the biggies, though. Oh, we had our Globemaster out, which you could get into and take a look around. That's our super huge uh, cargo freight military plane. And they're brand new, and they're just, they're freaking huge. Like, we, we've we always seen the Hercules flying around, right? The C, yep. C-17 Hercules. Uh, the Globemaster can take all of the cargo that a Hercules can carry that can fit on the Globemaster's ramp. That's how big these suckers are. So we got to see that. And of course they flew one too. And it has really powerful uh, Rolls-Royce engines. So it, it jumps off the runway. Can make a really tight turns. Things that a big giant cargo plane shouldn't do. This thing can do in the sky. It was pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. Maybe, uh, well, maybe next year I can, when the kids are a little bit older, might be able to bring one of them and uh, I can meet you at one air show if they have one next year. You couldn't handle both kids. So no, the little one wouldn't, the littlest one wouldn't like it. Cause we went to, uh, we went to Burlington on uh, the past weekend for my niece. She was uh, graduating grade eight. So we were having a big party for another big uh, family party for uh, a milestone. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like of course. Any other people. Yep. Catered. And um, so on the way, we had to stop by, we had to go out to the west end of Toronto there. So we decided to uh, stop by the airport because the kids are big into planes. And there's a Wendy's at the off of airport road there. And um, that's where one of the runways are where planes actually come in and they can taxi off as well and take off. So as we were eating lunch, um, saw these, you know, the big, uh, the big passenger uh, liners coming in and out and they were just freaking squealing and howling. But um, after we ate, we went out of the Wendy's and beside the road and the two-year-old was freaking out as the planes were coming in because she kept saying, no, too close, too close. Like worried that they were going to come even closer, even though they were, you know, a ways away across the road. 
So there's no way she could handle the air show with the noise and whatnot, even with uh, a pair of uh, headphone or uh, noise canceling headphones on or whatever, right? He'd love wow. it. Though. The little guy would just go crazy. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to ruin it for excuse. Her. That's yeah. I it's good, good excuse, man. <laughs> I know that area you're talking about. It's on Airport Road, and if you're lucky, when you get there the planes will either be taking off right at you or landing over top of you. And it, they are shockingly low to get to that runway, which is just on the other side of the road from that Wendy's. Right. It's a, it's pretty good. Well, no, no planes were taking the, they were when they were landing, they were landing from the far end and coming towards us. And, but when they were taken off, they were literally taxing like a small space across the road from us stop. And then, you could hear them gun it as they took off away from us down the runway. Those engines are just super loud. Yeah, it's still a good show when they're doing it that way. But when they're pointed at you, holy smokes. And I remember being there and they're, all the plane nerds are in the parking lot with their uh, radios and they're dialed into the air traffic controllers and they got their clipboards and they're writing down what flight and where it's going and all this business. It's crazy. Wow nerds but uh let me tell you the highlight of the trenton air show was uh well of course we have our cf-18 hornet which was always a good time but the americans uh, had a demonstration with the f-22 raptor the stealth fighter if you will and uh wow is that, is that the latest and greatest it's gotta be right it's, up there right it's not brand new i think it's been around probably 10 years now i think uh we're still waiting on the F-35 will be the newest thing, but the F-22 is the, the probably the top notch fighter in the U S uh, arsenal right now. I know Europeans have like a, a joint task fighter that they say is uh, comparable. And the Russians have, of course their fighter, the Euro there's a Euro fighter and the Russian Russians have something which is really good too. But the F-22 Raptor, man, woo-wee, what a show that thing put on. Super loud. Crazy, crazy loud. And it, uh, it's, you know, it's nozzles out the back, the thrust nozzles. They have uh, what's called vectoring thrust, so they can point the nozzles wherever they want. And it enables them to do just crazy maneuvers and turns and stuff that... You shouldn't see in regular avionics. They just have controlled stalls and controlled flat turns, uh, flat spins. They can point the nose wherever they want. They can be like a rock in the sky, but they have such a powerful engine. They can just drive away like it's a car on a road. It's just crazy. And of course, all that uh, takes a lot of thrust and you get to hear it all and feel it in your chest. And it was, it was quite a show. <clears throat> Nice, good experience. Did you take any kind of video you could maybe throw up on uh, S or our YouTube channel? No. <laughs> well, I probably said it last week, man, that I've been to a lot of air shows and I spent that whole air show previously just looking through a tiny viewfinder with a camera stuck in my eye, staring through a tiny viewfinder. You get some awesome shots, but you're also taking away the experience from uh, yourself seeing it live. So, this year, I just kind of want to sit back and see it all. I tried to grab some stuff with my phone, but it was so bright and sunny. You just can't. You can't see anything. 
Yeah, and you're using yeah, a Samsung. Make sure you have a decent shot. Yeah, well, so. you're using an iPhone. Maybe you would have got some good audio. Hmm. If you want to see it in action, you can always just go to YouTube. There's a million videos of the F-22 Raptor out there. It's final maneuver, man. It was just coming across the flight line, and we just thought it was setting up for a landing, and it was flying uh, left to right across the flight line, and suddenly it just somehow ran out towards the crowd. And it wasn't like it just, it wasn't like a turn where it turned and flew away. It just pushed the ass end out and kind of hovered before streaking off in that direction, just to show you one more time engines. It can just, you know, almost pause in midair and then just go wherever it wants. And uh, man, he put the pedal to the metal and the sound was crazy. It was good. That's all I got to say about that. It was a hot day. I think. I think that'd be interesting to see in a battle simulation what they would do. Oh, I, when I, you know, at work, I looked up some uh, videos just to see if anyone captured that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Why bother working when I can look up videos? <laughs> there was one, there was one video, I think it was from about, it might have been from like eight years ago, where there were, uh, when the F 22 came on board, a lot of people were criticizing it because of its high high price tag and high value that they didn't really need it because the F 15 was still, you know, the strike Eagle was still a really powerful asset. So they put up an F 22 against, I think it was eight F 15s and all the F 15 pilots said they never even saw it coming. It has its stealth capabilities too, right? So they can't get good radar locks. And if they don't see it visually, they don't have time to react. And the way this thing can point its nose wherever it wants, it can get the kill shot instantly. So it's pretty cool. You can imagine the amount of training that would have to go for that. And, uh, you know, if you're an F-15 pilot and you want to maybe, you know, sort of transfer over to that new fighter plane, Probably just the learning curve would be incredible as well, even though you're already a seasoned fighter pilot, right? Well, we know that show that the that came out here in Canada called uh, what was it? Flight Path. No, no, flight. No, no flight. Burner. No, burn past. Ah, fuck! Here we go. STC Pod. Uh, <laughs> You're talking about ones with the Hornet training grounds in Canada up by uh, Cold Cold Lake, Alberta. Yeah, Cold Lake. Fuck, what's it called? Anyways, it it was one season, probably ten or twelve episodes, following a bunch of uh, guys and gals that were given the opportunity to maybe take a position as an F eighteen pilot if they got through the training. And, uh, you know, the, the physical training and the, the flight stuff, you know, knowing how to fly, that's all one thing, but it was all of the, uh, the math stuff they had to know blew me away and, uh, all of the memory stuff they needed and science and tech that you gotta be like, you gotta be super smart astronaut level smarts to get through that course, pass all the tests. And then, plus, you got to be an ace pilot on top of that. So, through the course of that entire season, you got to see who washed out and who kept going. 
That's pretty cool. Flight. Flight. No, there's no flight. Signals. <laughs> Fuck, pretty sure. Now it's bothering me. Pretty sure it's flight path. No. Big breakfast. Keep keep talking while I try and find this here. Keep talking. Yep. All you do is talk. Why don't you ask uh, Siri what it is? Mm, okay. Siri, what's the Discovery Channel show with the airplanes? Oh, yeah, that's not vague. Checking my sources. Okay, I found this on the web for what's the Discovery Channel show with the airplanes. Well, hold on. Brought up a list. Hmm. Yeah. Hold on. Let me ask the the smartphone here. Mm Mm-hmm. Air dogs? No, not air dogs. Okay, Google. Whoops. What was the Discovery Channel television? Pr- well, there is some information for- about Discovery Channel. <sighs> I didn't get it out. This What's is riveting. the name of the Discovery Channel air show? Air show? No. Okay. I found this on the web for what's the name of the Discovery Channel air show. What's the Discovery Channel TV show about the F-18? Jetstream. Boom. Well, I just about to say that. <laughs> Screw you, Siri. You when will Siri ever get one? Anyway, much. I wish they did more uh, seasons yeah. of that show. Yeah, if you're actually if you're interested in any way in how the Canadian Air Force uh, trains their pilots, it's such an extremely well done show. It's one of the top shows Discovery's ever done, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of getting behind the scenes and really, really following a, a, a class of, of pilots training to become uh, Hornet pilots. Would you not agree? Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, they know there's not many of them that get to do it. We don't have that many jets. So it's an elite core of uh, people that can do it. And it was funny. I remember in that show when they were doing bomb bombing training, I don't think they ever once spent the money on a real bomb. They just dropped all iron dummy bombs. So I'll just pretend it blows up at the bottom. That's how it works. Can't afford to blow up real ordnance. All right. Hmm. You want to start the show? Yeah. Enough air show time. Considering probably last, lost uh, everybody. Calm down. Considering the last show, we never even uh, did our intro or anything. Bill is rambling on. Ramble on, Bill. Uh, I'm drinking some dad's root beer. And it's good. Yeah, I'm drinking some Strongbow apple cider. Ooh, I'd like that, too. This dad's is nice. It's creamy, but it, it doesn't have, uh, like, a bite. It needs more of a little kick in the pants. Well, because it's for little kids. And uh, I'm drinking a manly drink like cider. No barks, baby. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of STC Pod, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in. This is episode number 91. Subscribe to us uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Check me out on Twitter at AC Decepticon. 
bookmarker websites stcpod.com as well as angry canadian decepticon.blogspot.ca listen on itunes under the title search stc pod as well as my other podcast transformers and beer for all of our episodes check out stc pod on podbean at www.stcpod.podbean.com and if you're listening to us check out some other great podcasts blogs and videos from people in our community at www.cartridgeclub.org and as always, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in every Friday morning, which is when we post our episodes on time and ready for our listeners, unlike Retro Fandango. And now let's get on with the show. Yeah. What do you think's up with them? They don't have uh, respect for their listeners? Uh, is that, is that yep. Disrespect. Um, I think Kevin is uh, fishing for some more attention than he already gets. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to be yeah. super critical on this episode when I listen to it and give uh, a scathing review for making me have to wait. Yeah, I mean, like I needed something to listen to for my ride home, and uh, he wouldn't push the publish button. He was just loving, uh, you know, all the attention. He's like, uh, he was in his princess gown, but uh, look at me, everyone likes me. They all want me. Wouldn't publish. What's up Better with that? be good, Kev. Better be good. <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, you know. We should talk to uh, Sarah. And tell her to straighten him out. <laughs> He's getting too big for his britches. Is that it? Too famous. Yeah. He's hit the big time. Jeepers. Yeah, he's right behind us. Finally caught up. <laughs> No, no, we're still fringe, man. We're cool. We're like the punk scene. Oh, right on the fringe. fringe. We don't want to be uh, mainstream. No, we don't want that. We want no. nobody listening. We're not selling out. Zero <laughs> listeners is all the better for us. Right. Zero listeners pumped up to 12. 12 on the amp. And well, Hey, we should say thanks to anyone who's uh, got over to our website, stcpod.com, and uh, shop through Amazon off our site. Uh, that's helping us with the fundraising, annual fundraising going on to pay the bills. So, uh, like I said, you got something to buy at Amazon. I don't care if it's a pair of socks or a big ticket item like... Uh, What's a big ticket item over there? Oh, you know, microphone or headphones, maybe. Microphone, a new MacBook for Joe. Just go to STCOM first and click on the, either the Canadian or the American link and start some shopping. Or else I'm going to have to start asking you guys for money. You know we don't like that. Or begging you to buy another T-shirt that you're not going to wear. So, and I mean... I mean, Joe won't wear our, our fine listeners wear it. Joe won't wear a t-shirt, but everyone else will. I couldn't afford one last time, <laughs> but uh, I'm in the works for designing a new one. And uh, maybe I'll be able to unveil it at the next Berry game exchange next year that I go to. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that one's getting past the, uh, getting past the approval uh, level of things. Well, as executive producer, um, I can veto anything else. Look at you can't grab something that you saw uh, Joe Rogan wearing 
and go, this could be good for SGC pot. I thought of it myself. Shut up. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Exactly. What and am I talking keep, about? You got to keep the logo front and center. That's what people know. I talk about something that I am no longer a virgin at. Uh, well, we got breaking news here, right? Breaking Big news. time news. Joe's no Big longer a virgin at, guess what? Uh, making sausages. No, I've done that all my life. <laughs> Yard sailing, bro. I can't believe it. Finally uh, slummed it and did some yard sailing. And uh, boy, what an experience it was. Well, let's start, man. What what time did you get up? All right. So last weekend, I told the wife earlier in the week that I'm going yard sailing Saturday. I'm taking uh, my little guy with me. And she was stuck with the little girl. And... Uh, she was okay with it as long as I wasn't out too long. So I said, you know, I'll be gone at, uh, I'll be out early and I'll be back around nine o'clock. So, you know, two, two and a half hours. And we left at, so alarm went off at six, I don't know, six twenty Saturday morning. I got up. He was already pretty much awake. He usually gets up around six 30. So that was no issues. Went downstairs, followed your bag of tricks, and made him a bag of, uh, put some cereal into a bag, got him a yogurt, got him his juice, <laughs> threw him into the car, and uh, off we were go. And prior to Saturday, I had actually scouted out uh, a number of sales, wrote them down. So I was all ready to go. Just had to put the addresses into my phone for the GPS, and... Uh, Away we went. How much food did you shove in your mouth though before you left? I didn't eat any at all. No. I didn't even have a coffee or anything. No, don't believe that either. It was ridiculous. I figured I was going to grab some ranch on the way around, but uh, I never had time. So, first couple we went to were duds, from what I can recall. Are you but directly in your neighborhood or did you drive out somewhere? Uh, the first couple were directly in my neighborhood. Uh, they were duds. The first one I went to, I actually said, I did the old, you, know, you wouldn't happen to have any video game systems that you haven't brought out yet or anything like that, right? Any kind of electronics or whatever. He says, oh, you're like the fourth person. And this is like, I think 10 to 7. He goes, like, yeah, you're like the third or fourth person already that's asked about video games. I guess they're pretty hot, eh? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Fucking dicks. <laughs> so he didn't have anything at all. He like, you know, I'm not just looking for games. I'm looking for records, uh, some uh, antique books that I like to collect, or you know, other memorabilia, or some really odd items that maybe they just don't know the value of. You know. Uh, so like the first half hour, I actually struck you out everywhere i went nothing even went uh i'm in whippy so i went over to ajax nothing then i had to drive all the way back to oshawa so that's the frustrating part right just uh traveling from location to location you try to go as fast as you can and when you when you go to some of the outer sales it just it makes you feel like you're wasting your time but uh Managed to eventually find my first item I picked up was a Nintendo 
Tendo DS dark blue with uh, four uh, games, nothing special, like, you know, brain stimulation kind of games. So got that at a, I guess, a decent price. I don't have any kind of, the only handheld systems I have are uh, the original Game Boy with a bunch of games. So this is like the first modern uh, handheld that I sort of bought. Do you think you'll use it? No. No, just threw it on my shelf and that's it. It works though. I tested it out. Works plays fine. Well, you think this is like the original DS, right? The one right after the advance. Yeah, it's got the, um, it's a little bit thicker. I think it's the one right before the light. It's a little thicker. Uh, it's got some ridges on the top of it. So it's nice. Anyway. That's cool. First pickup. So I was sort of excited because I saw uh, it was like buried underneath a bunch of shit. So I actually had to fish it out. Um, another one I went to, they had well, uh, price on the DS. Oh, the DS in the four games was uh, 12 bucks. Good. Good job. Was that the asking price or did you? No, she was asking uh, 25. Oh, I'm like, oh, uh, well, it's a really old system and blah, 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 blah. I said, how about 10? She goes, uh, how about 15? I go, how about 12? All right. And That's then beautiful. That's another thing. one, though. Um, it was a mother and her daughter. The daughter was really hot looking. So I was sort of looking at her more than anything else. What? They, did have, they did have electronics out. How old was his daughter? Don't worry about it. She's only old. Old enough. <laughs> Living at home? Okay. Yeah, she was really pretty, man. Whatever, man. She wasn't super young. Jesus. Nothing like that. <laughs> She's attractive. Anyway, um, they had a bunch of games and shit on the tables, but everything was like, geez, I think the games were like five or some were even priced at 10 bucks. Nothing special, a bunch of Wii stuff. And then they had a sign uh, uh, staked into the front lawn uh, Nintendo GameCube, or no, Nintendo Wii, $75. And some other electronic stuff on the sign, right? None of it was out. They just wrote it down. As soon as I saw that, I'm going like, all right, forget it. These guys are out to lunch. Mm-hmm. So I just left there after I scoped her out a little bit more. <laughs> Went to another one. And uh, this one I was a little upset about. Um, this one had like about maybe like five or six milk crates full of records. So I, I picked up four five records i think for uh two bucks each and uh, these were really nice i was, I was pleased with these ones because they still had the original plastic coating uh you know cut co- cellophane around the actual record itself right so i'm i was happy with that because that's exactly how i would cut my records open so i got like uh bruce springsteen darkness on the edge of town uh, another Springsteen one I can't remember. I've got uh, two of uh, anyway, two other classic record artists and something else. But they're all like pristine, no scratches on the records. Sleeves are all there. 
the records are all fine. You know, the cardboard doesn't have the imprint where, you know, they'd be laying flat on the ground with stuff on top of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm really yeah. pleased with that. But as I was looking through those, I missed on the fucking, they had this toy section. And just as I turn around after going through the records, there's a guy going through there shoveling toy pieces into this uh, black garbage bag. It's filling up. And it's like, I, I heard him say what it was after, and I, I clued in. He had he was piecing together the uh, Ninja Turtles uh, flying blimp, hmm. which is a, it's actually a pretty big item, right? I mean, in terms of size. And uh, I used to if I'd seen that or even sort of, it was, it was all in pieces, right? So like it just completely falls apart, so you have to put it together. If I'd known what it was or if I'd even seen it, I probably would have picked it up and resold it. But, uh, yeah, completely missed on that, so I was a little pissed. Well, back to the records for a second. Did you see anything for me in there? Uh, no, because there wasn't... Um, like they had a couple of Zeppelins and, and stuff like that, but they weren't in decent condition like that. Like there's no Beatles or anything like that, or I didn't see any Bob Dylan, didn't see any Neil Young. All right. Um, oh, it was, sorry. The other two that I picked up were uh, Jackson Brown. All right. Like the one that has running on empty and some other stuff. So that was good. I was pleased with that. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention that one that I checked out in Ajax is on some little side street, right? And some it was in like an older bungalow, and it's like uh, older gentleman was just putting some crap out. These four dickhead kids were there ahead of me. They must have just got there like maybe a couple minutes before. I got in my car. I'm walking over. I overhear them asking the old guy, "You don't happen to have, uh, you know, some video game systems like Nintendo and this and that?" It, it's clearly like a foreigner old guy who would have none of that shit. And his English wasn't the best either. Mm. So like these four dummies probably saw this shit on YouTube. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey man, we got to ask everybody. Let's go out yard sailing this weekend and, and uh, totally we'll make sure we'll ask everybody, you know, you got stuff in the, in the house you haven't brought out yet. Yeah. And like, exactly, man. You guys are. As soon as I heard them asking about that, I just did the, a three sixty or a one eighty, and just boop, didn't even bother seeing what he had on this thing. Left. Yeah, get ahead of those douches. Fucking shitheads. And they have no nostalgia. They're just doing it uh, for the trend. And the stupid thing is, why would you go out with four buddies? Are you guys going to fight over all the games? Yeah. Who gets the games? Dicks. So anyway, that made me furious. Um, Where's the young lad during all this? Oh, he's in the back seat. Oh, that was it too. Apparently, he gets motion sickness when I'm driving fast and going around corners and stuff. Because he's complaining. <laughs> well, I've seen you drive. This is why I don't like bringing the kids, man. I told you. I'm like, he starts fucking complaining. And I'm like, dude, I should have just left you at home. You're ruining this for me. Dude. <laughs> no, I said this in my head. I would never say it to his face. He goes, Daddy, my, my stomach hurts. I go, fuck, just eat some more cereal. 
I'm trying to drive, navigate, listen to the GPS, deal with fucking retarded teenage kids. Hmm. And, uh, daddy, uh, oh, me going to be sick. Holy <laughs> fuck. All right. So I pull over, fucking grab him, hoof him out of the car, bruh, throws up all over the, <laughs> the road, like literally two, like a second after I got him out of my car. Throws all over the road. I pick him up. I throw him on the grass. He throws up again. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) fuck. Drink some of your juice. What? All right, get back in the car. We got to (laughs) go. He was flying up. Jimmy. I'm just like, do you see what I'm saying now? What? (sighs) Come on, man. No. Respect. (laughs) I'm trying to yard sale. Got no time for this. Did you feed him bad yogurt or something? Maybe you gave him too much food. He didn't even have the yogurt yet. He was eating shreddies and having some apple juice. And you're driving like a maniac. You actually made him sick in the back of the car. Yeah. That's unacceptable. I got no time for that. Are you selling here? Did you have like uh, tissues or napkins to clean him up? Oh, he didn't get any on himself. That was a good part. Okay. Well, or these kids car. are troopers. They can handle that. Yeah. He's not coming next time. He was having fun though, wasn't he? Going to all these sales. He didn't get out of the car. You didn't let him out once. No. I've got <laughs> time for that. There, there must have been at least one big sale where you go, ah, nope. come on out. Nope. No time. No time. no time. Like he can get in and out of the car by himself, right? Yeah, but he's not fast. And then he has to buckle himself into the car seat still. Oh my God. If you'd have, if you just let this kid out of the house more than once a month, I bet you, you wouldn't go through these problems. Right. Every time you go out, you say, come on, little guy, let's go for a ride. And he's used to it. Not like, uh, who are you again, sir? Oh, I'm your dad. (laughs) <laughs> well, maybe next time you you won't you'll believe me when i tell you it's like it's hard to do stuff with kids <laughs> anyway so i didn't find anything else for a number of sales I, it was weird though the sales that i found online aside from that one where i got the ds were pretty much all duds the ones that i had success in were ones that i just happened to see signs on and you know as I was going to one location, I detour, check it out. All right, nothing. Boom, go keep going where I was going, right? Mm. So this is like almost nine o'clock. And I'm like, this has been a complete waste. I'm angry at you for tricking me into doing yard sailing. I'm like, this is, I'm wasting gas. There's got to be a more productive way to do this. Gotta, I'm going to make up some flyers and hand them out to houses. You know, uh, people come to me instead of me go to them. So the last house, and as I'm walking up the driveway, I see this gaming. I, I automatically uh, go towards the quote-unquote electronic section of these the yard sales, right? So I saw uh, Xbox 360. I saw a Nintendo Wii, and I saw original Xbox. All on the same table. Hmm. So I'm like, holy shit, this is like 9 o'clock? How is this stuff not taken yet? Um, so I start talking to the mom 
it's all her kid stuff. She's telling me stories like, oh, well, the Xbox 360, the door can sometimes be a little finicky when it pops open and close. And she finally had enough of her kids complaining, so she bought them the uh, uh, Xbox One. So they're getting rid of the Xbox 360, and then they had the original Xbox, and then they had the Wii there. Um, the Wii works fine. The original Xbox had, uh, she said it had an error code, but she didn't remember what it was, and it wasn't the red bring of death. So I go, all right, well, how about this? The Xbox you're not sure about. The 360 has a finicky door sometimes but your Wii works. How about I'll give you $10. $10? For the Wii, and you throw in the two other Xboxes. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Look at this guy. Look at the balls on this guy. Yeah. And she's like, that's fine. I just want to get rid of everything, to be honest with you. And boom. then, uh, so boom, all right. Wii with uh, three controllers, two joysticks. We jump pad, uh, the sensor, uh, two uh, rechargeable batteries with the charger, and then the the other two Xboxes just came with the controllers and all the uh, the, the plugs and shit, right? And then she had a little, she had a bunch of games there, and uh, I bought four, one one PlayStation three game and three Xbox original games for uh, for ten bucks. That's crazy, man. So I spent 20 there. How did you uh, come up with the $10 thing? You didn't think that would be like insulting and get thrown out of there? I didn't have any change in my pocket like you would. (laughs) No, that's not. I came up with the next best thing going, ah, you know what? How about, uh, tell you what, 10 bucks since the other ones don't really work very well. You know, I was was playing them down like, oh, that one. Original is probably busted the shit, and then the other one, oh, I'm going to have to play, maybe fix the door or something. Ah, just throw it all together. So, Wow, I'm proud of you, man. But they said, oh, if you had been here a little bit earlier, you would have got yourself a GameCube. Hmm. So I was upset about that, and I started on a GameCube. But yeah, probably a GameCube with a Game Boy adapter on it. Just missed out. Yeah. So anyway... That was my first experience uh, officially game yard sailing, game hunting yard sailing. To be honest with you, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'll do it again. Dude, you went out once in your life and you had major scores for no money and it's not good enough for you. And you've seen what potentially is out there and you've gotten past this thing where you say, there's no way in my neighborhood there would be yard sales and there were yard sales. Well, the thing was though, I don't need, I'm done buying game systems. Unless I find like a GameCube or something, uh, which I don't have. Um, I don't need, I got fucking systems coming out of the yin yang. I don't need any more systems. I don't, I don't give a shit about, uh, quote unquote newer games i'd rather have some of the more classic ones which i can't seem to find anywhere you know what i mean well you you keep going you will find it but uh if you do find i could use a backup 360 if you come across that again for next to nothing 
It's mine. Mine's got to be ready to die soon. All right, and I'll keep an eye out for you. I've got, we got two, and I don't need two now. What did uh, what kind of three sixty is it like? One of the later model ones or the earlier model? You know, with the curved faceplate. On the front part, you mean? Yeah, uh, it's curved. So an early model, like with the hard drive on the top, or what would be the side if it's laying down? Yeah, the side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so that that yeah, that's probably questionable. Anyways, that could that could red ring on you for sure at any point. Uh, so you made out really good. You ha- and you did have to take a chance on those consoles. So it's not like you know you weren't really. 10 bucks for a Wii is, is really, really dreadfully cheap, but it's not like uh, you were insulting because you, you did have to take a chance on those other consoles. And did you test them? Are they broken? Uh, the Wii works. <coughs> the original Xbox does have uh, got error message 05. So it's, it does turn on, but you get an error message 05 on the screen. And I think oh, yeah. It's something to do like with uh, modded or maybe the hard drive was being changed out and it wasn't done properly. Because with the original Xboxes, uh, I believe Microsoft locks the hard drive to prevent swapping out. Right. Unless unless it's done properly, uh, or for hacking as well. So unless it's done properly, um, you sort sort of just turn into a brick. So I'll take it apart. I'll use it for uh, spare parts, take the power supply out and all that shit. Um, sorry, go Did you figure out which, uh, which disc drive was in it? Was it one of the good disc drives or? One of the- oh, it's the, um, there's three ones, right? It's, uh, was it the Thompson? There's, uh, you remember what they are? You know. The Thompson was the first one and it's got the long skinny, kind of hole in the tray right. there's the big dildo one which is next that's phillips it's phillips. got like a like a penis head yep and that's more reliable and then there's a samsung one after that which has like more cutouts in it and a couple of uh circles in the tray and that's that's a good one i've got the, I guess uh, there's, a, there's a hitachi one too some models got which is super reliable yeah i've got the penis shaped one so the phillips uh, no. Yeah, in this one? Yeah, uh, no. Really? I thought this one had the Thompson as well. Oh, wait. Which one's the penis one? That's the Phillips. Oh, sorry. That's my other one. The one that I do have that works is the Phillips, yeah. The one that was a dud is the Thompson. Yeah, so it doesn't have much going for it, eh? Nope. Well, that's okay. I don't even really have room for third original Xbox, so probably better I either take it for parts or scrap it. But anyway, not uh, I, I would have been, right, so been a lot more happier if I had found some NES games or something. Anyway. Oh my god. It's your first time out. You're never you, happy, dude. You're never happy. Yeah. Like, I'd be pissed if your first time out you got a big giant Nintendo score. It's taken me many years of yard sailing in this same area to get a stack of Nintendo games. It's just, that's it's just rare, man. You got to keep going. So what time did you get back to the house? 
Uh, roughly around nine o'clock. And and the wife was just raging upset with you, right? No, I told her I was going to get back around then, so she was okay with it. But we had to go out later in the day anyway, so that's why she didn't want me out too late. She thought I'd be out till like one in the afternoon. I'm going like what? No, you don't. You clearly you don't understand yard sailing like I do. Ah, uh, well, that's great, man. I'm glad. And you should keep going. Next time, uh, tell her. You, this is what we'll do. You go out uh -oh. yard sailing, and you can find the cool stuff, and then <clears throat> certain things you can sell to me at bro prices. Well, but we can hit more places if we're both attacking two different regions at the same time. Well, yeah, We could, but then I'd have to do work. I know, I know it's, uh, it, it is your MO to uh, manipulate everyone around you into doing little jobs do for you. I not manipulate anybody. <laughs> I don't have that kind of power. You do. You are a master. You are a master at it. No. And you get people to think that they're doing it for themselves when they're really doing it for Joe. Respect. And they don't even realize it. No. It's, yeah. They feel sorry for me. They think I'm special. They feel sorry and uh, they do it for me out of pity. Yeah, I know. See, you're doing it right now. You're so good at it. Mm. Master manipulator, amongst other things. That starts with them. Well, you know, all this yard sale talk and thrifting business. Uh, I think I got to calm down on the, on the thrift store visits. My phone, you know, the Google phone, the uh, Google app will give you notifications about uh, appointments. You know, it, it data mines your, your Gmail and your uh, follows your location, gives you time to uh, certain destinations. If you know, if it knows that you have an appointment, you know, it's going to take you this long to get here. <clears throat> Last week it came up with a notification. Um, it's going to be this long to get to work. And it was only like seven minutes or something. I look at how can it only be seven minutes to work? And I'm not even working today. What what is going on? And it shows a little quick thumbnail of the map, and it just shows like just down the road here in town. I'm like, what is? I open it up. Do you want to set this as your place of work? And it was uh, the thrift store. So, so it's it keeps, uh, track, it keeps track of how often you go there. Yeah. So you're saying you actually go to the thrift store more than you go to work. Well, that's what Google thinks. I, I don't believe that myself, but yeah, it thinks uh, obviously this guy's working here. He's got a full-time job at the thrift store. Well, can I give you a, a thank you and a shout out? Cause uh, to show people or maybe to tell people that you do, you do treat me fairly well most of the time and you do give me some nice bro prices on some items because oh, i bought some right. stuff off you recently okay yeah i'll so, take it i just want to say thanks man i appreciate it i had to fight for everything yeah so you but, you maneuvered me into uh, giving this stuff to you as part of your master plan uh, you sold it to me at a reasonable bro price of course man that's what we do gamer karma try and help each other out I should I should tell you about gamer karma like uh 
my story. I went back home, like I said, for that air show. Met up with my in-law, nephew, in-law, nephew, Luke. You know, Luke, the projectionist. Cousin Luke, man. That's all you got to say. He was on one of our big shows. Yeah. Luke, the projectionist. Look for him on Twitter at, uh, you got that? Snake something. Snake uh, something or another. Hold on. He changes that uh, handle. He changes stuff all the time, this guy. I don't know what's going on with him. Snake something. Snake. uh, Calm down. (laughs) Anyways, I had sent him a big care package not too long ago from yard sale stuff I had overstock. And uh, because last year he'd given me an N64 and some games and shit like that. So this year I sent him a package and I went back uh, home last weekend and he met me and he had another package to me. So I was even on the game at gamer karma and now I am deep, deep, deep in the hole again. Mm. Yeah. Follow uh, cousin Luke on Twitter at snake underscore s f d one i think that's his uh, xbox uh, business too if you want to look for him on xbox but you got to follow this guy and uh look out for him because you might catch some of this fruit that just falls from his mighty limbs of uh his mighty tree limbs all this fruit is falling all around him he had all this stuff he didn't want I kept telling them, Luke, you gotta, you gotta keep this, man. You gotta, you know, maybe one day you'll want it again, or uh, you know, sell it and fund something else. He's like, no, I don't want it. Get it out of here. You can take it, do whatever you want with it. I know it'll make you happy. I don't want it. No one be bothered with it. You take it. So, I got a bunch of games and stuff from uh, cousin Luke. Do I gotta go through it all, or just uh, the heavy hitters? Uh, just do the good ones. I'll do a couple. He had some instruction manuals. He didn't really, uh, they didn't match up to what he had. So he's like, I'm either going to throw this out or you can take it. So I'll, I'll take it. A couple of instruction manuals. Uh, for the Xbox, the Blinks, the Time Sweeper. That's kind of cool. Um, a bunch of Genesis games. I was over at his apartment, actually, looking at his stuff, trying to steal uh, Pokemon n64 controller uh, he wasn't having any of that but in one of his bins i saw another genesis game it was uh, uh let me see here nope that wasn't it it was yeah revenge of shinobi sitting in a sitting in a bin loose i'm like hey look at this you got this game loose in here he's like yeah take it i don't want that get it out of here I'm like what take it so I took that, and he also gave me Aladdin on the Genesis loose, which is cool. I have it on the Super, but now I have it on the Genesis, and I remember renting it back on in the day for the Genesis. And Ultimate Mortal Kombat for the Genesis. And uh, I couldn't even believe this when I saw it. By Konami, Contra Hardcore for the Genesis. Rated MA13. Hardcore. Or as some people would say, corpse. Hard corpse. Just giving it to me. Gives it to me. I'm like, Luke, you have to keep this. This is a big guy. It's a heavy hitter. Take it. I don't want it. 
All right, dude. I'm taking it. Back in the gamer hole. So, uh, yeah, and he gave me a bunch of other games. Uh, like Judge Dread for uh, GameCube. Some more Xbox games. Mm-hmm. Follow this guy. See what happens. He's just giving stuff away. Did you uh, invite him down for the Barry Game Exchange? Hmm, I think so. I don't know if I made a formal invite. No. <laughs> I think he knows that's an open invitation. No, that's that's a train excuse, man. Come on. <laughs> train excuse. Invite him on air right now. Oh, Luke, I hope you come down. Come up for the uh, Barry Game Exchange. August 21st, presented by uh, Nintendo Hygen Company. And uh, for everyone who's coming down for the Barry Game Exchange, uh, afterwards, uh, Bill is having a barbecue at his place. You are all invited to come over. Yeah, I'm not not sure on that. Uh, Just logistics and, uh, you know, we're not not confident in that happening yet. I know people want to want that out there. Uh, open but, invitation, uh, guys. Spread the let's, word. Let's let's work it out first. See if something like that's possible, and uh, we'll get back to you on that. And Bill's house for a barbecue right after. He lives close by. <laughs> Bring your own drinks, though. He will supply all the food. Uh, again, we'll you know we're working out kinks. We're gonna see uh, you know what can be worked out. Maybe oh. if. There's I hear Hodgie's even putting it on the uh, <clears throat> on the on the Barry Game Exchange website. <laughs> well, if he does that, then it's got to be uh, STC Pod presents the Barry Game Exchange. Then, uh, then we can work. Oh, there you go. Let's do that. <laughs> Man, how's that for uh, you? Want to talk about advertising? I think that's you just hit something there. That is the big time right there, boy. If I uh, we'll have to quit our jobs with that kind of advertising, what if I get? I'll give Hodge a handy. Will he just do it for free then? <laughs> if you're well, you know you got to be there to meet him. So that might be. Uh, Where do you meet him? I met him last. I met him at the last game show. Yeah. Well, I mean to meet him in person. You know, oh. to be there, to actually be there. Uh, STC Pod presents Berry Game Exchange. Uh, and featuring angry Canadian Decepticon post-show signing appearance at <laughs> free hugs, Bill's house, free hugs included free hugs. Yeah. I want, I don't do handshakes at these game shows. If you know me, I want straight up hugs. <laughs> yeah. Like a man. Well, um, what did M say? He must he must have heard last episode where I I begged him to come up to the to the game swap. I think he's coming, but he wouldn't. Your That's co-host the okay. from Tranley's and Beer. I don't know if he could do the barbecue, so I don't know if he's going to come. And then I don't know if I can do the barbecue still. So we'll take it from there. Yeah, but I'm helping you set up the hosting responsibilities for it. Uh, that makes no sense and whatsoever. Then, uh, as long as one of us are there, it's your place, man. It's all good. <laughs> okay. This is great. See what I said about manipulation? 
See, we'll folks. Hopefully, we'll it all comes out. together. Win. Uh, I just want to put out uh, to let um, when I was back home with uh, cousin Luke, we did some yard sailing. We went to some establishments in Belleville. We went to our secret honey hole, and I got a couple cool deals. I picked up uh, Loose Rocket Knight Adventures for the Genesis and uh, Battle Toads for the Genesis Loose, and uh, the proprietor there gave me a nice little deal on it. So that was cool because last time we were there, he wasn't up on dealing. He didn't like the deals, but this time, he's the deals. He's like, "Ma, take that for this, and you can have that for nothing." So I'm like, "Ah, oh, still early in the season, all right." So that's why. <clears throat> when you did that last time, it was near the end of uh, garbage picking. So. Of garbage picking. And I, also, uh, I also went to Chumley's in Belleville. They got locations all over Ontario. Um, and I ended up getting uh, Kirby for the Game Boy. I bit the bullet and bought it there. They had a pristine copy for 10 bucks. So I thought, what the hell? I'm not going to. I was holding out to get it for five, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I got it there for 10. Loose? And also, loose, yeah. And I found this. Uh, this cartridge uh, holder here it holds about 10 carts for Nintendo in the Nintendo Gray and uh, got that for a dollar. So I thought that was cool. So, yeah, there are places to shop in Belleville. All right. Do you want to know how much I paid for the Battletoads in Rocket Knight? Uh, <clears throat> I don't think people need to know that, man. They probably don't. I'm a little shocked that I was buying games at retail establishments, to tell you the truth. I was a little down that I was doing that, but our yard sailing wasn't good that day at all. So buying games at retail, no fun. Oh, I wanted to <laughs> also, I listened to uh, the latest narc podcast with our good buddy and internet YouTube superstar, J rock, the game rocker. So I wanted to say great job on there, J rock. And thanks for putting our name out on narc podcast. And, uh, Always great to hear J-Rock make an appearance all over the internet. It's good times. You said you were going to listen to that this weekend. It's good don't, time. Don't worry about what I do. I got I it all covered, man. Got it all covered. Yeah, thanks again, J-Rock. We uh, always appreciate the support that you give the boys at STC Pod. And and on congratulations that for going on such a huge podcast as the NARC Podcast. They're freaking superstars. You know what? They're lucky to have the guy on there. <laughs> Absolutely. They're the lucky ones. All right. On that note, thanks again, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this back-to-back -back episode of Tiffany that we just shared for you. Uh, remember to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash start to continue. Follow on Twitter at STC pod, as well as a at AC Decepticon bookmark stcpod.com. And check us out on Podbean, stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, remember there's other great uh, podcasts and videos and blogs that you can check out as well at www.cartridgeclub.org. And as always, remember, every Friday morning, new episode for you guys. Always on time, 95% of the time. And that 95% of time is 100% of the time on time. STC pod go to our website shop through uh, our Amazon links do it up and uh, Instagram if you want I don't know 
you can check that out. All right. Thanks, Joe. Good record. Thanks, Hope, thanks hopefully Bill. it turned out. You never know. You never know. Some of it could uh, turned out okay. This is the part where you turn up the music. This awesome, awesome song. Post, post it and post it. Post it and post it. That's mine. Post, it. post and post it. I think we're